Welcome to Ready to Mosh, a podcast all about rock, metal and alternative music. I'm Kev P. And I'm Gem G. Each episode will bring you the latest news, talk about new releases and review gigs and festivals that we've been to. There'll be a smattering of guest interviews and a lot of random chat. As well as podcasts, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search at Ready to Moshcast. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of Ready to Mosh. I nearly forgot the name of the podcast. That's not a good start, is it? <laughs> well, it's been a while since we've recorded. About three weeks, I think. Yeah, I think it's at least three weeks, isn't it? The previous podcast we pre-recorded because we've been away. We have been on our jolly bobbles. Yep, and now we're back. So let's start with the news. I think that's what we normally do. I think so too. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot in the news whilst we've been away. I mean, the Queen's died, we've got a new Prime Minister, the pound's gone to shit. Yeah. But in terms of music news, what yeah. have you got? <laughs> well, I've only got one piece, so it seems, it seems like everything happened while we were away, and now we're back, nothing's happened. Yeah, it does seem to have been a um, quiet week for me. A slow news week. Slow news week, yeah. All right, well, I've got one piece, which is the, one of my favourite bands, Nine Inch Nails, played a homecoming concert in Cleveland, and at that they played for a few of the songs... They played with the Reformed Lionel, which also included Richard Patrick, who played on Pretty Hate Machine. Wow, that's old. Yeah, 1989. Mm. And if anybody remembers Richard Patrick, he also went on to found Filter, who are another incredible band. I forgot they existed. Yeah, I love Filter, uh, and I love Nails, and you can can kind of tell why why Mm. I was there. Uh, Yeah, so they played that. And they also did a Q&A the day before at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they were all inducted in 2020, I believe. So, yeah, that's my one tiny piece of news this week. Okay, I've got... Well, there are all little bits and bobs, really, that I've just spotted over the last few days. Um, First one is Sleep Token have announced their biggest UK tour to date in January 23. Okay. So they're doing five dates in, I think it's Birmingham, Glasgow, Manchester, Bristol, London, and they're kind of academy-sized venues. Okay. I'm thought i I'm surprised. I thought they might maybe start going a little bit bigger mm. because they seem to pack everything out everywhere they go. I was surprised that that's their biggest tour to date and it's only got five dates on it, to be honest. Yeah. I just feel like they would have done that before, but I don't know. I suppose we have been locked down for two years, haven't we? Yeah. Less is more. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's happening and North Lane are supporting them. That's a really good combination. Mm. I really like that. Yeah. So that's my first bit of news. The second one is there's been an announcement for Nova Rock Festival, which is in Austria. Yes, somebody, I was actually talking to this with somebody the other day. Okay. Yeah. And it's the same dates pretty much as Download. And obviously yeah. the old European festival circuit, etc. it might give some indication as to who might be at Download. So in terms of who's at Nova Rock, people that could potentially also be at Download. Slipknot, Distillers, Tenacious D... Parkway Drive, Powerwolf, Motionless in White, Fever 333, um, there's Amonomath and Papa Roach, and Architects are the first ones I've spotted, I think. Um, Youngblood is there, and Download's been known to throw in a curveball, so yeah, maybe. that's a possibility. Yeah, quite a few other random people as well there. I, I Scooter, think there's all the, yeah, oh, Scoot, as in the dance band, yeah. Scoot, really. <laughs> different but um but yeah that runs on i think it's the 7th to the 10th of june and obviously there's quite a lot of other european festivals isn't there across those dates 
as yeah, well. Yeah, there so. is. I, I can see a lot of the bands playing a download that mm, there. I think. Yeah, exactly. Well, Tenacious D's last one must have been 2012. I think so, yeah. I don't think they've been back since. No. So they're well overdue. Yeah, so that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, given that the download announcement news is that there is still no news, not even yeah. an announcement about an announcement. I think we'll get something middle of October. Maybe even end of October, like a Halloween treat or something. Yeah, that's what, well, the, the announcement about the announcement yeah. will be the middle of October and then... Yeah, so anyway, watch this space on that one. And then the last couple of bits are the Metal to the Masses for... Bloodstock 23 has opened for applications. Uh-huh. So any bands wanting to enter that, obviously go on the Bloodstock website and look how to do it. They've got pretty much, I think, the same kind of locations as last time. So near to us, we've got the Chesterfield and Nottingham Heats. So that's something to keep an eye yeah, on. Yeah, quite tempted to go to the Metal mm. to the Masses. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of rounds to start with, but yeah. we can keep an eye out and see what we can maybe go along to. And also the... Stone Dead opening poll applications, I think. I can't remember if they have opened or if they're opening on the 1st of October, which will be gone by the time this comes out anyway. So that's to submit your band to then go into the poll, which the, say, attendees or anyone who follows Stone Dead can vote for to open up on the Saturday. Well, they made a really good choice last time. so Mm, Definitely. uh, Yeah, I'm going to take a look at that to you as well. Yeah, and I think, is that it for the news? I think so. I've got nothing else. Okay, what's next? Reviews. Right, reviews then. We've got an album that we've both been listening to quite a bit. Yep. I've got a couple of singles. Mm-hmm. I've got another album and another single. So shall we start with the joint one? Yeah, let's go for it. Which is Behemoth's Opus Contra Naturum. Which has been out a couple of weeks now, but we pretty much listened to it most days on holiday. It was our, our holiday theme album, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it came out on the Friday whilst we were away, didn't it? So, yeah, what do you think? It's possibly the best album I've listened to this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. It's definitely up in the probably top two or three. Yeah. Mm. It, the the I, I don't know how they've... I mean, ever since kind of like watching them, I've just not stopped really listening to them. Mm. And when this album came out, I was hoping it was going to be good, but it's better than I ever thought it could be. Yeah, same. I think they'd already got four singles out before they released the album. So I was kind of familiar with what kind of sound it was going to be. Yeah. But the rest of the album lives up to the singles, definitely. Yeah, it's it's just a, a fantastic kind of progression for them. Mm. And that you know they've got to be getting close to headlining download now. Yeah, I would they've say really so. got to. In terms of standout tracks for me, the Deathless Sun. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, that summoned the sun every day for us, didn't it? <laughs> Off to war. Yeah, Neo Off- Neo Spartacus mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I like really that like one. that. I mean, it's not one that I don't like. To be well, honest, no. no. Um, Once upon a pale horse. Yeah, one one thing I would say about the album, mm. and I mean it is forty three minutes long, but there's only yeah. ten tracks. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like a 43-minute album. No. It, it just seems to go so quick. And mm. then as soon as it's finished, it's like, okay, I, I need to listen to that again. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, th- I think if you know any Behemoth fan who's not already listened to it, you've got to listen to yeah. it. It's, or if you're not a Behemoth fan. Or if you're not a Behemoth fan, just listen to it. If you're Behemoth curious, 
Do it. <laughs> curious, yeah, like. yeah. Yeah, I think overall, I think the words that I thought of, it's kind of, it's dark, it's melodic, cinematic, it's got that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's atmospheric, it's that, got such yeah, a. Yeah, atmospheric. It's got such mm. a big sound to it. It's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I rate it as the best album I've listened to so far. Yeah, and amazing live as well. Yeah, Those really, really that good. we saw were, yeah, they just come across really well live. Yeah, let's go yeah, listen to that. I don't know what else to say, really. 10 out of 10 for that. Ten out, definitely 10 out of 10. And do you want to do one of your singles next or your album or? Um, do you mind? Mm. Um, can do. Okay, go on. So, my first single is Red Hot Chili Peppers, Eddie. I've, I can't, don't think I've listened to this you yet. Not? No. Well, there's a thing. I was a bit, what's the word, sceptical about listening to this, given that. I don't think I've really liked a new Chili Peppers song since about 2014. Really? Not really liked. What about the last one? What was it? Um... Yeah, they had the album out, was it May, June time? And you reviewed that, didn't you? Yeah, it was... And there were a couple of tracks the, that were There was okay. a few standout tracks, but it was generally quite skippable. Yeah, and this isn't off that album. They've got a new double album out in October. Jesus, they've not got that quick. I know. Okay, well, anyway. I wasn't expecting that. So yeah, I went into it sceptical, and I love it. It's the first one I've loved for a long time. The first three seconds, you would think it was by the way, literally. Ugh, they're not just on rehash again. It's not they? at all. It's just those first three notes yeah. or that. Anyway, it's called Eddie, and it is a tribute to Eddie Van Halen. Okay. Who was yeah. a good friend of the band, and apparently they wrote it pretty much the day after he died. They were just kind of together in the studio. They were just jamming and wrote it. Um, but it's taken this time to come out. The lyrics are pretty much all linked with Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely of, by the way, vibes in terms of that whole album. Is John on this Johnny's one? Johnny's on it, and you can okay. tell. Well, you can always tell when John's back exactly. on. Exactly, yeah. Van it's Halen. got some classic John signature melodies. So have they been the guy from... Uh, I can't remember the guy they brought in. It was in another band, wasn't he? Was he the same one that was in around 2014 and 16 when we saw them? No, it was, was someone else it was somebody in? else they brought in. Anyway, John is yeah. definitely on this and you can tell. So, you, yeah, you've got your, your classic John riffage through it, your classic flea bass lines through it. It's just a good... I, want, I can't say a classic Chili Peppers song because they've got that many different... Styles. Styles yeah. that they've been through. But, yeah, definitely of the By The Way era. So. But it's like a return to form. Yeah, for me anyway, yeah. I mean, the fact they're doing a double album, again, puts my sceptical hat on because Stadium Arcadium, for me, could have been a single album. Yeah, it was wasn't I, There's great. tracks I love on that album from both CDs, both discs, whatever, you know what I mean. But I could pick those out and make it into just a single album. But we'll see. It's out in a few weeks, so we'll probably give that a review when it's out as well. All right. I'll look forward to that. My single release is the new one from Avatar, Valley of Disease. I've given it one listen so far. What do you far. think? I really liked it. I don't know why I only gave it one listen. I don't either. I think I've I listened stopped. to it and then it just, Spotify carried on playing other yeah. Avatar songs and I just forgot that I was supposed to be listening to that track and just went down an Avatar wormhole. Yeah, I think this is amazing. It's classic Avatar. It's got an amazing chorus. It's really um, very growly, the other parts. And this is going to be a fan favourite. This is going to be, you know how it was at... Bloodstock, where everybody was there right at the mm. beginning and they played some really big hits. I think this could easily slot straight into that section. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I love this. I've listened to it a lot. And, uh, yeah, there's even some uh, synths at the beginning and the end. 
kind of like a synth electro pop start and finish but yeah i love it fantastic single my next one is wednesday 13 insides out i've listened to this a few times as well okay shall i do my thoughts first Mm -hmm. i really like it i think it's a return back to an older school wednesday Mm -hmm. it's a slow one I think it's the second single he's released off the new album. The other one is more of a classic Faster Wednesday yeah. track. But yeah, it's heavy, slow, chuggy, got a cool riff to it. And the video's really cool as well. I don't know if you've seen that. No, I've not watched the video yeah, yet. Yeah, it's obviously horror film themed. Of course. <laughs> Basically two people tied up being tortured with Wednesday wearing a butcher's apron. Why not? A chainsaw. Yeah. But yeah, that's really cool. There is a bit of tooth pulling in, which I didn't like. <laughs> so for warning for anyone else with a tooth pulling phobia, don't watch it. But yeah, not a lot else can really say about that. Right now, I'm kind of holding off till I've listened to the full album, which is another one that's out in a couple of weeks as well. Yeah, it's middle of October, I think, that one, isn't it? I think that's the 7th. I, was, I, I thought it was early ones. I know we've got a big list of things coming out in yeah. October, haven't we? And I think that's an early one. But anyway, what did you think? Yeah, I, I thought the same as you. Very much a return to Old School Wednesday. Probably just before the Skeletons period. Yeah, I was thinking around the Skeletons vibe, but there is kind of a hint of condolences in there, just with the slowness yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, for me it was kind of like a, a sort of a Skeletons era vibe. Mm. And yeah, I, I liked it. It's, you know, it's, I'm glad he's doing more of that kind of stuff mm. now. Yeah. Because he, he kind of went away from what he was really good at doing and mm. it, I don't think it was really working. I think it's good to try different styles if you want to evolve, but it doesn't always work. It doesn't, no, it doesn't always work. And there's definitely a, a Wednesday formula that works, and this has got it. Yeah. The other album I've been listening to is the new album from Clutch. I've not heard anything from this, so tell okay. me about it. It's called Sunrise on Slaughter Beach. Oh, nice title. Yeah, it's it's very good title. Uh, it's, it's actually a really, really good Clutch album. It's been... I, I kind of fell out of love a little bit with Clutch for a while. Mm. But this has kind of got me back into Clutch. As you'd expect, it's got a very heavy kind of like bass throughout it. But there are sudden tempo shifts as well. It's really sludgy, as you'd expect, mm. with kind of any sort of Clutch album. Um, there are some real standout tracks. Uh, the uh, so like the first track is um, it's kind of like really angry, lo-fi sort of sound to it. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's an interesting kind of mix and way that they've gone with this album. So the first track's called Red Alert. It's got a weird kind of lo-fi sound to it when you listen to it. It's slightly different. Uh, the second track's really good, Mountain of Bone. Another nice title. Yeah. It, it starts a lot like Iron Man, actually. Mm. It kind of really reminded me of that. And the whole thing throughout, like anybody who's a fan of Sabbath will really get this album. They'll really enjoy it. Yeah, so that, that really stopped, reminded me of that. I kind of got the same feeling from probably say the track two that I said sound a little bit like Iron Man was uh, is actually Slaughter Beach. The fourth track really stands out is Nosferatu Madre, mm-hmm. which is again it's such a Sabbath kind of sound to it. If it, it feels like it could this album could have been made like forty odd years ago, it's just got a real feel for it like that. Next track after that, actually, is Mercy Brown, which is very different. And it's uh, so there's a, there's a couple of tracks that are kind of slightly different on this album, and this is one of them. It's got a it's got some real strange kind of um, almost sort of like deep south gospel kind of feel to it. 
I know Clutch have done this kind of thing before, but it just came out of nowhere. Like you, you're kind of getting into this Sabbath thing, and then like it's um, in the chorus, it's just kind of caught me off guard. But it does work. Yeah, the ninth song on it again. You know, I was saying about uh, ten songs being on the Behemoth album. Mm. There's only nine on this. It's mm. 33 minutes long, which is really short. My kind of album, though, <laughs> my attention span. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the last track's called Jack Hammer Our Names. And that's got a sort of a, you know, like a spaghetti western sort mm. of feel to it. I suppose if you think of Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. It's got mm. that. That's what I was thinking when I was listening to it. It's like, that it reminds me of that. Okay. But yeah, anybody who's a Clutch fan, anybody who's a Sabbath fan will really love this album. Okay, I will give it a listen. And they could be one to add on to the download predictions because I don't think we mentioned them. I can't remember when Clutch was last there. I feel like it was really... 2019, I think. Was it 2019? Were... I thought it was later than that. Was it? Or further away than that? No, no, no I, thought it, I thought they might have been there last year. No. I remember watching Clutch. I can't remember what year it was. It wouldn't have been last... It was only pilot last year. Or this year? This year. I'm pretty sure I didn't see them this year. Yeah, you, you might be one right. One of us it... would have watched them, I'm sure, and... I'm sure we didn't mention them. All right, okay. <laughs> so maybe next year. Yeah, they yeah they could be on the monster predictions. <laughs> right, rock the week time when we look back on this week in rock and metal history. You're getting better. I, know, I forgot and what now to you've say. Forgot what to say. <laughs> okay. Um, Scrap so, that last thought. So we're looking back on third to the ninth of October. October, I've got three random bits and a me and you bit. Oh, okay. And then you've probably got your usual chart history. Yeah, I've, I've only got one cool. piece this week, but it's quite a longer piece about it. Okay. So, right, let's I'll go. What, kick what have off you done? Um, first random one is 3rd of October 1978. Aerosmith bailed. Initially, I read 30, and then I read another article on this that said between 28 and 58, fans who were arrested for smoking weed at their gig in Fort Wayne Coliseum. Fort Wayne Coliseum. I can't remember if Fort Wayne Coliseum is a thing or it's a whole place. Anyway, somewhere in America, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you get this detailed information from? Might have been 30, might have been 58. No, one said 30 fans and then another one did say it's all a bit hazy, literally. So reports said between 28 and 58 fans. So anyway, Aerosmith bailed some fans out for smoking weed in 1978. Good on. Yeah. Next one is the 4th of October 2005. Nickelback released their fifth album, All the Right Reasons, which is the one that included Photograph and Rockstar. So the one that kind of brought them to a lot of people's attention, would you say, potentially? I know they had that big one before, didn't they? Yeah. How you remind me. Yeah, that was a lot bigger. That was a lot bigger. But then this one, I remember Rockstar being on Kerrang! all the time, that video (laughs) that they had. Yeah. Yeah. That featured everybody and his brother. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it went to number one in Canada, unsurprisingly. Uh And it had over 10 million sales in the USA. Oh, Okay. It was a bit of a slow slow news week in history this week, I think, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I not got much else going on. And the last one of general stuff is on the 6th of October, already mentioned about him, but in 2020, Eddie Van Halen passed away at the age of 65. Mm-hmm. Hence, tying in with the Chili Peppers song about him being released, yeah. one would assume. So yeah, bless him, one of the greatest guitarists of all time. 
who I have seen live and I don't feel like I appreciated him at the time. Which is sad, isn't Youth it? Youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, definitely. One of those I would have loved to watch again. Yeah. In later years, but sadly we'll not get the chance to. Yeah, and then in You and Me history, on the 9th of October 2021. Okay. Last year. We went to see Skindred, Raging Speedhorn and Howling Tides. It was our first gig back at Rock City post-pandemic. I remember it well. It was a good night. An interesting night. It was an interesting night. And Howling Tides were great. Yeah. As a new band and need to look. I've kind of forgot about them, really. They've been about. They've been doing I've a seen lot them of stuff. doing yeah. a tour. But yeah. I can't remember. Good. I saw them supporting somebody. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I did. I can't remember now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Speed um, on were interesting. Yeah. Good old Frank. Yeah, and slightly worse for wear that night. Yeah. And obviously Benji was on top form. Oh, yeah. But yeah. And we Skin, met Benji. Didn't well, we? we did meet Benji, yeah. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that, that bit. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Benji. Yeah, we met yeah. Benji outside Rock City. We did, yeah. We were just went to join the queue, didn't we? And he was just there in the car park yeah. having a chat with people. So there's a photo somewhere. I'll have to post it. There is a photo, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we have to get that up. There we go. So, yeah, that's my look back at this week in history where not much happened. Okay, well, the one thing I've got to talk about is in 2004, this week, the uh, number one single in the UK rock and metal charts was American Idiot. The oh, album. that long yeah. ago? Yeah, I forgot it was It seems like long. that long ago, but then not But that not that long, long ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, it had some huge singles off it. Obviously, there was the title track, American Idiot, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. There was Holiday, When September Ends. There was Jesus of Suburbia. That was an epic song, wasn't it? Yeah, well, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, actually, they got a Grammy Award for that. Mm. And, yeah, they, I mean, they were all massive singles. I mean, it, it kind of it catapulted them into mm. superstardom, really, that one. Mm. Yeah, because every video was played all the time. It, yeah, it was everywhere. Mm. And, but it wasn't a planned album. I, re- I remember reading this at the time when it kind of came out. And the original album was called Cigarettes and... I think it was Cigarettes and Valentines. Mm. And the master tapes were stolen. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, now. it rings a bell now, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, so the master tapes were stolen. And the album still remains unreleased. So they, they've, st- they've, got the, they've got the tapes, but they've never released it. It was kind of like a polka sort of sound to it from... Mm. What I've um, what I've been reading about it, and yeah, so they started again from scratch, and you know they created that. It was the follow up album to Warning, which commercially wasn't great. I mm. bought. I remember buying the album. I thought the yeah. album was really really good. I bought it as well. Yeah, but it never sold a lot of units. Whereas this one was number one in eighteen countries, mm. and yeah, it sold over sixteen million copies, mm. and it's the second best selling album they've. Made obviously behind the first album on a big label. Yes. Interestingly, um, all of the members created thirty-second songs and kind of began to start extending it out and connect it, and that's how Homecoming and Jesus of Suburbia were made. Hmm. So they they all did their own yeah. little bits and almost like you know we were talking about the Slipknot album, yeah, where everybody had a go at doing something. Yeah, but, but I it think didn't work. It works and, with that if you that, actually tag them on into one song, yeah, rather than trying to merge it into one. Song. Yeah, and it, it really worked on that. Mm. And yeah, it's it's an amazing album. Um, I mean, so the singles are really overplayed, but yeah, you know, when you've sold uh, sixty million albums, then that's going to happen. Yeah, 
So yeah, that's okay. my rock of the week. Okay. Right, main feature time. So we've been looking, we were talking about this a while ago, and we were talking about covers from bands or bands that have had songs covered. Yes. So we've done what each other's got. So we've got our top five best covers and our top five worst covers. Mm. So, And I find this quite hard, actually. I've got a covers playlist on Spotify, but when I was listening to it, I was actually like, oh, these are all right, but I don't know if they're my favourite. <laughs> so it took me a while to whittle. Okay. I found that I had a lot of covers that I thought I either really hate that, but do I hate it more than this one, mm. or do I lot really like this more than this one? Yeah. And the hate one, I actually found that a little bit more difficult because obviously I'm not going to have them on a playlist if I don't like it. So I did do a bit of Googling for that and came across them. Well, we'll we'll see when we get there, but... I've got a feeling we've got one or two that are going to match on here. I think we might have a best of one, but we'll see. Okay, go for it. Am I doing my first one? Yeah, your first one. My first best one. These aren't in any particular order, by the way. No, mine aren't either. Mine are not in any order. So first one I wrote down was Disturbed Sound of Silence. This didn't make my cut. This was one I was so I really wanted to add it, mm. but it didn't make the cut for me. Yeah, it did for me. I just think that version of it with David Draymond's vocal on it. Yeah, it, it, add, it's, it adds something to yeah. it. and I, I love the original, but yeah, I like the original. I mean, Disturbed have got quite a few covers, haven't they? When yeah. you look, but yeah, this is definitely a standout one. And I also love there's a live version that he does with Miles Kennedy. Which I think I have played you before. I think you have. And their voices just work so well together yeah. on that version. But yeah, I would love to see that live. So keeping my fingers crossed for Disturbed at download or somewhere, anywhere. Yeah. Because when I've seen them before, they haven't done that cover. But yeah, that is definitely one of my favourites anyway. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. Is It didn't make my cut, but it was very close. Okie doke. Okay, so my first best cover, in no particular order, is Man Who Sold the World by Nirvana. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I could put that in there potentially. I I think it's an excellent cover. I, mm. The um the Bowie version I like. Mm. But this I don't know. I think it adds I think it's just the acoustic mm. sound to it just adds yeah. to it. Just enhances it more. Mm. And that's that's why it went in. As soon as we started talking about this, I thought that's mm. that's my first pick straight away. Yeah. Fair um, Straight off the top of my head, that one has to go. Yeah. Right, my second best one is Wicked Game Him. I looked at this too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I looked at this and I was so, yeah, I, I was so mm. close to picking this. Yeah, this has been a long time favourite cover actually when I thought about it. I'm surprised it wasn't the first one I wrote down, but I just love the way that the guitars are speeded up. Yeah. But it's still got that kind of eerie vocal yeah, to it. It's it just really works so sound, well. Yeah. yeah, and again, it's one that I love the original of. Yeah. But, yeah, this version is... It's Chris Isaac, wasn't it, the original? Yeah, Chris Isaac did the original, yeah. Okay, now this is one I think we're both going to have. Mm. I've gone for White Wedding by the Murder Dolls. <laughs> My third best one is White Wedding by the Murder Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. It's, it's such a great cover. And yeah. the, the way the the guitars are just so murder dolls, and yeah. it's, it's almost as if that song could have been written by the murder dolls. Yeah, it just fits with their style, their sound, yeah. and it's just kind of a classic Joey Wednesday combo. And the videos are laughing it as well. Yeah, oh yeah, the, it's um, like an American Idol rip off, isn't it? Yeah, and um, yeah, I I absolutely love this. 
And I, I could listen to this that song mm. for hours. It's just great. I think I've still got the single upstairs as well. Have you? I'm sure. Well, I bought it, so I can't <laughs> see why I wouldn't still have it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I listened to it loads when it first came out. So now that's interesting. So we've picked my third and your third. So, so do I have to go again or do you want to go? I don't go? know. It's up to you. Go you go. go I'll go. Okay, so my first one. Fifth? Good guy, good guy. My fourth one. No, hang on. It'll be my third one. No, so that was my second one that was your third one. Oh, was it? Oh, no, I'm confused. Yes, yeah, so my first one was Nirvana and my second one was Murder Dolls. Oh, I think we both had it as third. Okay, so this is your third one, right? As this is my third one. Yes. So my third one is Paranoid by Hell Songs. Oh. Yeah. So a lot of people might not be familiar with Hell Songs. And they're, I suppose the best way to describe them is they do kind of like lounge music. I think it's mm. fair. Yeah, the sort of thing that you keep complaining about on adverts these days. But yeah. The Hell Songs have been around for years and years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they? they were doing this like... What, 15 years ago? At least, yeah. It's, oh, it's so good. Mm. It's, and the album that they covered on this, they they, they covered a lot of songs. They covered um, Run to the Hills. Mm, I remember that um, one as well, yeah. Didn't they cover Breaking the Law? There was definitely Possibly. a Judas Priest song they covered. Yeah, there was a lot of old classic. Yeah, so they, they, old, yeah. Yeah, they, they covered a lot of classic mm. metal songs. And it was only until I listened, like, I... You know, I've listened to the original Paranoid countless times. So, you know, mm. so many times. Seen it played live. But it wasn't until I listened to the Hell Songs version that I realised how good the fucking lyrics are in this. Mm. The the lyrics, as soon as you, because it's all slowed down, there's a lot of piano, and you can actually appreciate how good the lyrics are. Mm. And you just listen to that and go, you know, Sabbath weren't just a band. They It wasn't just kind of like the, you know, the bass that they kind of pushed through and, and you know they, you know they broke a lot of kind of walls in the music that they were making but i don't think i've really appreciated how good the lyrics were and as soon as um we were going through stuff i was like oh god i've got to put that in that's got to go in yeah so that made it for me okay so my fourth one then is five finger death punch house of the rising sun i'd forgot about that oh, okay yeah i like both versions yeah same i do but I just love how the heaviness kicks in on the five finger one. Yeah. Just think it's a really good version. The way they've kind of twisted it and made it heavy, but it's still melodic. Mm. Yeah, they've just put their twist on there and I think it worked really well. And we've seen it live, but never in full. No, it's never played in full, is it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Quite, or it wasn't the two times we saw them. Leeds and Download? Yeah, Leeds, they were running over anyway and got kicked off, didn't they? Yeah. So we just thought it was that. And then at Download, <laughs> they, they just, just cut it short. Anyway. Yes. It's one I listen to a lot because it is a rock fit regular for a cool down track. So it's one that is always in my head anyway as a cover. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a good song. Can't argue with that. Okay. My fourth choice is Hurt by Johnny Cash. Ah, I was expecting that one from you. Yeah, from the Americana sessions. Mm. It's almost as if that song was written for him. Mm. You know, and it was, I mean, he was, he was in a really bad way as well from what I remember. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful video as well, actually. Mm. Kind of sort of like reminiscing on his life. And I mean, again, it's another song. I really love the original by Nine Inch Nails. Mm. But this is, I think this is a better version. And that's saying something, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and I'm a huge Nails fan. But I I think Cash's voice, because he's so croaky and it's not his, Mm. 
like it's not his normal country sort of voice that he's yeah. got. He's really croaky, kind of like withered voice, but oh, it's so good, so so good. I agree with that one. Uh, yeah. My fifth and final one is by Ghost, who have many a cover. Okay, and it's it's a sin. I've not listened to have this. Have you not? No. Uh, I, well, again, another one. I love the original. I love the original. You can't actually listen to it on Spotify. This was added on. I think it's on the deluxe CD version of Prickel. So someone has put a version on YouTube that you can listen to the audio of. But unless you've got the deluxe Prickel CD, I think that's the only way you can listen to it. But it really works. Of all their covers, it's my favourite. I can, with his voice, I can kind of see it working. It kind of starts with like choral beginning. What's the word? Introduction. Start. (laughs) You're having a breakdown. It's late. Yeah, it opens with kind of a choral and then, yeah, kind of kicks in and it's still got the synths going through it, but then the guitar really works and it really suits Tobias' voice as well. So give it a listen. Okay. I will actually give that a listen. Um, Yeah. I've heard some ghost stuff that they've covered before, but it's, yeah, I don't know. I can see it kind of working. Mm, It definitely does. It just, it suits the whole vibe as a band as well. And it's a shame it's not been a single and it's not available on Spotify because I think it would make a really cool video as well. Yeah. And it would be cool to hear live. Yeah, that is my five best of. My fifth and mm. final choice is Dead Souls by Nine Inch Nails. Another one where I love the original. Yeah, so the original's Joy Division. Yeah. But this is this song just blew me away when I first mm. heard it. And it's, it's a great cover. It's on the Crow soundtrack as well. Mm. It's very, I'd say, eerie version. eerie version. I find it a very, I don't know, again, it's another song that's made that's been covered by somebody that you could arguably say they could have written this song. Mm. Yeah, just the way the guitars kick in and it just builds and builds mm. and builds. Such, yeah, what, it's actually one of my favourite Nin songs, so that had to go on there too. So that's the that's end, of the, the, end of the best I'm surprised that there is a song that <clears> neither of <throat> us have put in there that has been covered countless times. We could probably do a whole episode on it. Heroes. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was ex- almost expecting... You were expecting us to me to say... To, ...us to have different versions, versions of it. yeah. But maybe we will do a just a whole episode on that one because there's so many. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll definitely need to do that because there's at least mm. two covers that I love. Same two or three. Yeah. We did say that covers are probably going to be a recurring thing anyway. Yeah, because there probably there will be, yeah. so many and there's whole albums to look at, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, there's de- like Corn have got an album just full of covers. Yeah, and... and- Ghost have done the same. I think. No. They're not, I thought, well, they were part of the Metallica thing. The Metallica Blacklist one, there's got loads of different covers of every track on the Black Album. That's, Some are really good, some are different. Um, But then there's the Guns N' Roses one, there's Garaging Metallica. Yeah. I'm sure there are other bands that, like I said, like Disturbed have got loads of covers. Yeah. And then there's bands who only do covers. There's like a Scar Punk band, isn't there, that only do covers that were going to be at Download a few years ago. You really didn't like them. I can't think who they are. No idea. The only thing I can think of is Alvana. Oh, God. No, it's yeah. not them. But again, he's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, we'll anyway. come back to that. Hello, this is Future Gem. Just whilst I was editing, it came to me. The band I was trying to think of was Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Back to the past. Shall we go on to the worst On to covers? the worst. Are you going to start with worst then, as I've been starting on the best? I will start with the worst. So my first choice... And because we've already been talking about it, yeah. is Enter Sandman by Ghost. <gasps> Sacrilege, Kevin. Fucking horrible. It's one of the worst covers I've ever heard in my life. It is not. 
Really? What do you like? It's so whiny. It's lost all that, you know, all that kind of fear and anger in that song. And it's it's like a bad karaoke. It's like it's like a club singer doing it. It's awful. Awful, awful. <laughs> You're looking at me so horrified by that. That could be grounds for divorce. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't put that in your top five best. I thought it was going to be really funny as well if you did. <laughs> no, I mean, it could be. It's not one of my favourite ones, though. Yeah. It's I'm, a sin is a better cover. Yeah. Oh. I really don't like that. It's okay. terrible. Each to their own. It, it was good live. Do you not agree? Mm. <laughs> Wasn't the high point for me. And I love the charitable aspect behind it all as well. But yeah, but no. There are worst versions on the Blacklist album, I tell you. All right, okay. Anyway, my first worst, it's probably going to shock you because it's by Motley Crue. I know what this is because I, I didn't think it was that bad. Like a virgin? Oh, no, that's not the one I was thinking of. Are you of. thinking of Anarchy in the UK? Yeah, I was thinking yeah. of Anarchy in the no, UK. No, I don't mind their Anarchy in the UK version. Yeah, I thought no. that was all right, but yeah. no, I didn't know they'd done that. They did it for the Dirt soundtrack, so it was released a few years ago. It oh, is awful. Right. <laughs> it's just awful. I don't know what else to say. I listened to it again just to make sure. I thought, was it being harsh in my memories of it? But no. <laughs> really didn't like that one. And you, you love Motley Crue. I love Motley Crue. There's not many a Motley Crue song I don't like, but I don't even know why they did it. I don't know where it fits in the film because... I can't I remember. Just, it's been a while since I've seen the film. Well, it's just the the film of the book, isn't it? Well, yeah. Just them being them in the 80s. Jesus. But, I, I didn't realise they'd done that. Give it a listen. Okay. My next choice is a terrible version of Sabotage by the Cancerbats. Oh, oh, I don't mind that. I know. It's a fucking disgusting piece of... Yeah, I remember you hating it when I've listened to it. shit that they've covered. I don't think it's that bad. Oh, it's horrible. The, I, you know, I'm a big Beastie Boys fan. And Sabotage is my favourite Beastie Boys song. Mm. I think that's what ruins it even more for yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I do love the original. I probably prefer the original, but I don't think it's that Oh, no, it just doesn't work. There are some songs by bands that do work, and that just that's just nasty. Okay. It's really nasty. I don't like it at all. Right, my next one is Steel Panther. I want it that way. I have seen this about online, but I've never... I don't like Steel Panther anyway, so... Uh, no, uh, there are some Steel Panther songs I don't mind, but this is awful. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's unnecessary. It's just... There's no need for it to it's exist. Just, yeah. I mean, you could say that about all the ones I've put as worst, to be honest, but... Yeah, again, it's just... I'd forgot it existed, actually. And I think, you know, when you have a playlist on spotify and then it suggests things for you to add to it yeah and it did that and i was like no thank you i remember you because <laughs> i did listen to it because i was curious when i first came across it so okay. yeah that could get in the bin well my next three so i've so the last two bands mm. the last two songs that i said were really bad were kind of like by alternative bands the next three are alternative songs by pop okay by pop artists so my next one is going to be under the Bridge by All Saints. Oh, God, yeah, that abomination. Such a... What did they do to that? That was on a Now album that I owned. Would have been around 98? It was earlier than that, I was think. It? Oh, actually, no. No, no, 98 is about right. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. No. Absolutely ruined a classic Chili Peppers song. Yeah. 
Just oh, everything God, about it. Just with the stupid little dancing and the combat trousers. Fuck off. And it's like, do you even know what you're singing about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Do do you do you have you read anything about this song? It's not a nice little song about being under a bridge yeah. with a nice flowing river. It's not about a fucking grass. troll. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's not some Hansel and Gretel story. Yeah, they probably thought it was some kind of fairy tale song. Uh, no. Yeah, absolute um, steaming if... pile of piss. <laughs> Sorry, I guess re- I forgot how much I hated that song. Right, my next three are ones that I came across as a result of Googling about some awful covers. Mm-hmm. The first one is a cover of Under Pressure by My Chemical Romance and The Used. Ooh. I know. I mean, in my mind, Queen shouldn't really ever be covered. I can't think of a good one. No, I mean, Chugaboom's version of Bohemian Rhapsody, it kind of works because it's a bit different and they're a bit quirky. I hate that, yeah. I know you do. And I know Vanilla Ice did Under Pressure. Yeah, well, well, he, stole he didn't it. actually steal He did the back in, what do you call it? He sampled it, didn't he? But yeah, it's just awful, really. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> can't argue that. But there's some, uh, there's some a lot of awful of these, going down tonight. Some of the they just just don't deserve the words for any more description, <laughs> yeah. do they? It's just like, oh no, don't do it. The next one I've got, I first heard in ninety. It's about ninety four, ninety five, mm. and it's a cover of "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Take That. Oh God, yeah, I remember that one as well. Yeah, it sounds like they've all had the balls chopped off. Yeah. It's such a fucking blasphemous piece of shit. Who let them do it? Oh, I I hope they got fisted for that. It's Oh, it's a disgrace. Like, what were they trying to achieve? No, the, the, well, the thing no is, the respecting people go, Nirvana fan are going to go, oh, actually, I'm going like, to take that now. They're not attracting a different audience, no. are they? But the people that are listening to take that are not going to go out and buy Nevermind. No. So, it's un- totally unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. Ugh. Ugh. I'm almost vomiting thinking about that. <laughs> right, my fourth worst uh-huh. is Nickelback. They seem to that could be lot- any Nickelback song. <laughs> they seem to be making a lot of appearances on the podcast at the moment. They did a cover of the Elton John classic, Fatty 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 is that from Elton's latest Weight Watchers album? <laughs> Faraday, Faraday. Saturday's all right. For, no, oh, I can't even speak. Can you tell it's later than normal for us to record this? <laughs> Saturday night's all right for fighting. Hey, yeah, we got there. We got there. Nickelback did a cover. It's awful. I won't say anymore. <laughs> Give it a listen if you want to. Fuck no. I feel like you should listen to all the ones you don't know of mine and I'll do the same, although I seem to know most of yours. All right, I guarantee you won't have this next one. Okay. It is a cover of You Shook Me All Night Long. Mm. And it's by Celine Dion and Anastasia. Shut up. I'm not joking you. Did you not know about this? No. Yeah, they did a cover of it. Why? It's, I don't know. It's like two drunk women at a karaoke session. I can imagine. It's oh, fucking no. gross. It's the worst. I think it's the worst thing I've ever listened to. It's so bad. You, you honestly, you've got. I think the video's on YouTube as well. Oh no! You honestly, you need to watch it. It's, oh, it's, oh. it's fucking horrible. It, but it, it's kind of it's that bad. It's so funny. Mm. Just, just watching them both kind of duet to to this song is just 
Oh. You know how you get some covers and you can see why they've done it, even though it may be awful? Yeah. Ones like your last few in particular, just why? Yeah, just why, why? oh why, oh why? And I kind of think as well, metal covering pop can kind of work, but pop covering metal just rock work. doesn't work. At all. No. Yeah, but there is uh, Celine Dion and Anastasia covering that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's as bad as it sounds. Yeah. It's so bad. Make it stop, Moog. Right, my last one. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you're aware of this because we've never talked about it and I certainly wasn't aware of this. Gene Simmons, on a solo album, mm-hmm. covered Firestarter. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it has a video. Oh, it's hideous. It's it's both hilarious and hideous. <laughs> it was on his 2004 album, Asshole, aptly named. <laughs> and yeah, I came across it on some random forum. Someone said he'd done it and I was like, no. It exists on oh, Spotify oh, and on YouTube. Look it up. Oh, I, I want to see if there's a video for that. I can there see is, no, there is a video. Oh, I just said, is he is in it, pain? No. He's not? No, because no. it's his solo stuff. I don't know if you... If to be honest, I didn't watch it that long. Pain. I had to switch it off. I'm pretty sure we didn't have paint on. It's that I awful. Bet it was, I bet it was kind of... Tell me there was a tunnel like there was in the original. I don't he's, know. He's I didn't it watch it long room. enough. Oh. I couldn't. That sounds horrible. It is awful. We might have to share <laughs> some links to these awful things we've, and the good things we've found as well. And the well. good things, yeah. 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 Let's not give everybody yeah. the shit that we've Maybe we to. should have started the, with the worst. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I do have an honourable mention. Yeah. Limp Biscuit covered, uh, which song was it? I think it was Opiate by Tool. Oh, did they? Yeah, it's fucking awful. Really? I didn't know that. Because there are a couple of their covers I don't mind, like Behind Blue Eyes. Behind Blue Eyes wasn't as bad as everybody made yeah. it out to be. Faith, quite like. Oh, I forgot about Faith. I quite like it because it's oh, so different. It's so different, And yeah. again, it's metal covering pop. Works. That- that could have possibly yeah, snuck in. I did actually have it, and I changed it for Five Finger because I prefer that actually when I thought about it. But yeah, yeah I forgot how good Faith was. Damn it! Well, <laughs> we can have round two. We, well, we, yeah, we'll, <laughs> say, we'll, we'll do more of these, I think. Yeah, because there's some absolute belters and some absolute mm. stinkers out there. Yeah, as aforementioned. <laughs> so anyway, as of October 2022, these are our top five and top worst. Yep. And we'd be curious to know what your best and worst covers are, so let us know. What have we missed? And what do you agree with? Yeah. Have you heard Gene Simmons' Firestarter? <laughs> do you think that Celine Dion and Anastasia are fantastic vocalists and it's a great cover? Mm. And what do you think of the Ghost Metallica one? Piece of shit. <sighs> anyway, this was the last podcast that we did. <laughs> Right, so finishing up with our Ready to Mosh recommendation, this week we have Replica Jesus, who are a band that we came across at Mangart Festival. They were really good. Yeah, really enjoyed their set. They, I, think, I think we said that at the time, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, talk, talk, talk. Yeah, we did say at the time, they were in our review episode. Um, they are a four-piece from Derby. And Nottingham. And Nottingham, like all the best things are. <laughs> Get that in there again. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're kind of um, stoner rock, kind yeah. of clutch vibe, hint of Caius, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I'd go along with that. Um, their first single out 
was, I think, back in 2020. Yeah. Professional Liar. And they've just released a new single a couple of weeks ago, Headshot, and they sent us a link to that on the day of release. Yeah. I've, I've been listening to it. I think you've listened to it as well. Yeah. I really like it. I thought it, it sounded a lot more polished. It, mm. it sounds like all the touring that they've done has really paid off. Yeah, the, this, this latest one's fantastic. Yeah. I really like it. It's got a really cool video as well. Go check out on YouTube. Yeah, they've got some gigs coming up soon as well. So yeah. they've got, they're playing in Wigan on the 26th of November. Yeah, they've uh, just announced that one. Yeah, they, they, yeah, that's, days ago. yeah, quite recent announcement. And that's at the Boulevard and it's free entry to that as well. Bargain. Yeah. If that way, go. Definitely. If you're in the Wigan area, go and watch them. And they're also playing Tonehenge 2 which I think is about two, three days of music. Yeah, in December. Yeah, and that is in Rotherham, which I think is at the is that the Bridge Inn? I believe it is, yeah. I think it's the 16th to the 18th, so it's like a it weekend is, yeah. festival, and I think they're on, on the They're on 18th. Sunday, on yeah, the 18th, on Sunday. yeah. So again, if you're in the area, go check them out. Um, they did put out on their social media a few days ago now that they are looking for gigs, they're wanting to play gigs, so they want promoters and venues to get in touch, so do. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you should. They're a really great band. So we recommend you go check them out on Spotify or your preferred music listening channel and go and look them up on social media. They're in the usual places as Replica Jesus. And that brings episode 23 to a close. See if I can get this next bit out without getting my words in a raffle. <laughs> yeah, thank you as always for listening. As we always say, if you've liked what you've listened to, do share us about spread the word go check us out on social media we are on instagram and twitter at ready to mosh cast and we're also on youtube ready to mosh i think that's everywhere yeah and if you're on spotify give us a five star review oh yes please we like that a lot make it stop moog